Okay, here we are again here at the Sylvester Room Empowerment Village, the building of dreams. And as before, we always have something fantastic going on here in the city of Flint for our young people, for our community, for our families. And today we have Miss Audrey Medlin, who's our Director of Education here. And we also have a guest, and I'm going to allow her to introduce to you. But we have something wonderful. And when I say wonderful, I mean wonderful. So make sure you tune in. And Miss Audrey, go right ahead and take right. it away. Well, thanks, Coach. And everybody knows what's coming up in March. It's March's Reading Month. Yay. And we are so excited to have with us at SBEV today, author Miss Naomi Dunson-White. Amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Miss, we're here to uh, have a conversation with Miss Naomi. Um, I actually started our conversation through a mutual person that we knew yes. from the Oakland County Library, and that was Miss Ashlyn Curry. And Miss Ashlyn Curry said, Miss Audrey, I want you to be Miss Naomi who is on a mission to put books on in the mission. hands That's it, of kids in inner cities in Detroit and yeah. Pontiac and Flint. So yeah. we're so happy to have you here with us today, yes. Ms. Naomi. Thank Welcome. you. I am well, so excited. I'm we're, so we're, excited. We're excited. It's so grateful to be here. And yes, I'm so grateful to her for that connection. Um, I'm so impressed with everything that you are doing here at Sylvester Room Empowerment Village and I feel so blessed just to be a part of it. We're so glad to have you here. And we want to hear a little bit about your, I was so impressed when I heard about your mission to put books in the hands of kids. And particularly this book that you are going to be um, donating to the students in this area. And there's more to come on that in, uh, further in this discussion. But Ms. Naomi, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started as an author and then this book. Okay, um, I've always been an avid reader, always have loved reading, and I was a quiet child, so, and shy, so reading was my escape, you know, books were my friends, and I got lost in books, and um, I've always loved to write as well, and actually, I dreamt of one day writing a book. Wow. And you know how life is, you grow up, you do different things, you know, get married, have children, but I always had that dream. So I am um, actually a former educator and a foster care specialist, so I've always loved working with children, but I always had this dream to write. And when my oldest- That's a dream. Right. <laughs> the, the, I guess the whole message here, before I even finish, is to not let go of your dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't matter, it matter how old you are, mm -hmm. and this is the building of dreams. Yes. So here I am, you wow. know, living my dream and wanting wow. to be a blessing to others because of it. But when my oldest grandson was um, turning 10, I wrote a little story for him, and that actually became my first book. Wow. Yeah. Uh, when I read it to his parents, we all kind of looked at each other like, this is more than a birthday story, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just knew in my heart that one day I would publish this book. And over the years, more children, they had more children, more grandchildren. <laughs> and so I started writing the other children into the story. Oh. Other characters, but just using their names. Yeah. And then in 2020, um, actually when COVID hit and everyone was kind of rearranging their lives, my husband looked at me one day and said, you need to publish that book. And that's how um, I... And what was the name of that book? Johari the Great. Johari the Great. And that book is about a boy who is inspired, an African-American boy, 
and there's more to that story too, but he's inspired by his teacher to use his imagination to write. Mm. So he does that, and he discovers that's his gift. Mm -hmm. And so he writes a fantastic story, he enters it into a, a school contest, there's a mystery, but he has to go to his friends and his community mm -hmm. for help in solving the mystery. And I wanted that village concept. Mm -hmm. I wanted to dispel mm -hmm. myths about black families. Yeah. He has supportive parents. Yeah. His teacher supportive. All people of color. And they all come together. And this little boy realizes his dream. Wow, we need to make a film like that. Yes, <laughs> we need to make a film. I, a I mean, a movie, right? I agree. We need coach. to make a movie. Can you imagine the whole city? You know, coming and, and, and visualizing this, and then just coming in, seeing, start to finish. I mean, everybody yeah. leave out of there saying, "You know what? I think we all need right. to dream." Right, <laughs> right, right, wow, right. That's, that's and that's amazing. The, that's that's the beautiful. Well, yeah. one thing that I really took away from our, our beginning conversations, um, which you're very inspiring to me. I, yeah. I, I, I love to write. I love to read. Um, my first degrees are in language arts and reading. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I taught middle school and taught everything for first through eighth grade. And that always been my thing is to read to kids, read to kids, read to yeah. kids. But there was one part of our conversation that um, really, I was like, yes, we have to have Miss Naomi here. Mm -hmm. But our whole conversation about helping students to connect with characters that look like them. Absolutely. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've tutored children in reading for several years. And many of the children that I tutor are children of color, not just black, but Indian, Asian, children of color. Mm -hmm. And so in selecting books, it would frustrate me because none of these books were representing these children yeah. in front of me. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to inspire them to get into the book, get into the character. Mm -hmm. But I can't really blame them because right. it's not easy. Mm -hmm. You know, some some of them, some of the stories, the classic stories that they put in front of our children mm -hmm. are so out of the realm of these kids' reality mm -hmm. that they're not connecting. And I really do feel like if, if children can see themselves in the books, yeah. in those characters in their books, then they will want to read more often because they're looking right. at a kid right. like Johari. Mm -hmm. And I purposely wanted that to be a black boy because... Mm -hmm. The statistics are not in favor for our black boys when it comes to reading, yeah. especially at that third, fourth grade level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another story too, all right? We all know all that. Whole another interview. <laughs> <laughs> so Johari is a fifth grade student, purposely. Mm -hmm. I did that purposefully. Mm -hmm. But yes, if a child can see the characters in their books as someone close to them, similar mm -hmm. to them, then maybe it's like, hey, well, maybe I could write a story like yeah. Jahari, mm -hmm. or yeah. maybe I could win a contest, or maybe mm -hmm. I could do this, or I could go there. Mm -hmm. That's what makes the difference. If right. a child can relate to the characters. And my mentor, uh, Richard Ashby, he's a library director, mm -hmm. and he says that books should be windows and doors. Mm -hmm. Children that. should yeah. be able to look in a book. Yeah and be able to see through that window out into the world and see where they fit and where yes. they belong. And that's what inspired me for the book that I wrote. And a door, they should mm -hmm. see a door that can open for them, a door mm -hmm. of opportunity. They mm -hmm. should see themselves being able to walk through those doors, like wow. the characters in the book. Yeah. And that's what inspired me 
um, to write the second book. Why yes. am I here? And uh, in our first discussion, you 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 uh, helped me to understand the situation a little bit better when you talked about statistics and characters. Right. Do you want to share some of that with the public? CCBC, Children's Cooperative Book Collective. Okay. They are um, then they're like premier in statistics statistics on diversity, mm -hmm. and they're out of the University of Wisconsin. Okay. But since I think it's the late seventies, since the seventies, they started gathering uh, diversity statistics in children's literature mm -hmm. around the world, but also in the United States. Mm -hmm. And they put that out there into the public, and that's when we began to realize we knew it, mm -hmm. but the world began huge diversity gap in children's literature. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First thing is those at the top of the industry, and we're talking about traditional publishing, mm -hmm. the top of the industry is over 80% yeah. Caucasian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are the decision makers. Mm -hmm. So it's between 75, 80, even high 80s, depending on certain statistics. Mm -hmm. They're the decision makers. They're the ones who decide, yeah, let's produce this book or let's publish this book. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not, no, we don't want that. Let's go here. Mm -hmm. So if you have one culture, mm -hmm. one population, one perspective, controlling that mm -hmm. it's going to be in their favor unfortunately for sure. and in this case i can't stand for that because it's our children you're talking right. about right right it's our children mm -hmm. so for example over the past few years um i've learned about the ccbc and i've been sharing their statistics on my social media platform mm -hmm. and so i'm excited because yesterday mm -hmm. i just got the newest statistics for 2021 mm -hmm. so for example let me just try to do this quickly. Mm -hmm. So let's say in 2019, out of the 3,717 books in the United States mm -hmm. published for children, mm -hmm. how many of them are written by black people? Out of 3,700, 224. Mm -hmm. How many had characters in the book that were black people so children could see themselves? Yes. Only 451, which represents 12.1%. Mm -hmm. yeah. 12%. Yeah. 12%. And yeah. the other cultures like indigenous, Asian, Latino mm -hmm. are all lower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's 2019. Mm -hmm. 2020. Books for books that had characters featuring African American or blacks, 12.6. Not much progress. Mm -hmm. Right. Not much right. at all. And then last year the percentage is 13.8. So we made a little bit of progress, mm -hmm. but still not enough. Still not enough. Right. Because out of 100%, 13.8? 13. Right. No. Right. That's unacceptable. Yes, I agree. Especially when you consider talking animals, toys, cars, mm -hmm. and inanimate objects yeah. are being characters in books. Yeah. And last year, that percentage was 26%. Wow. So yeah. what you're telling me, publishing industry, mm -hmm. is that you think people would rather see talking animals and cars and toys than children of color. Mm -hmm. That's unacceptable. Wow. Mm -hmm. that That's is, unacceptable. Wow. That is. Well, I think they better change their marketing plan. 
because we just put them right out there. And then you mentioned earlier about the doors and the windows. Yes. So the doors are, that's that open door for a child that has a vision. Yeah. But if they don't have an opportunity to see yes. themselves, that's it. if they can't see themselves, then they will never be able to walk out that door. No. There's not an opportunity for them. Nope. And that's that vision that every child has to have. That dream. And that, that dream. Vision. That every child has to have. No, if, if only twelve percent or thirteen percent of the the, the uh, publications that's being put out there, or whether it's a doll, or whether it's a toy, or whatever it is, that's letting our young people think or feel like that's more important. That's it, Coach. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's more important. So I will never be able to arrive at that. Mm -hmm. That's right. So mm -hmm. we have to change that and make sure that these. First of all, the child can see, can visualize him or herself at that uh, that time in which they are dreaming, mm -hmm. six, seven, mm -hmm. eight yes. years old. Yes, early, right? early. Right, mm -hmm. that's the time. Mm -hmm. And so if I can't see myself living uh, 20 years from now, walking through a door so that I can accomplish something when I'm 20, 30, 40, at the age of six, seven, or eight, that's I right. will never right. ever right. arrive. Right, at that and that's what we're always talking about. And you just never know where you'll get that inspiration from, but it has to be around you. You have to have it available yes. to you, you in yes. order to be able to dream that in yes. that way. And books inspire so many people. Yes. It, it's that avenue. It only it takes the, it's the little quiet kid or mm, or the kid yes. that was like well for me it was I was grounded in my bedroom my alternative with my books <laughs> but you know it's it's having access to that yeah. stuff makes all the difference in the world oh, yeah. and seeing it mm -hmm. you know and just seeing, seeing it. it yes seeing and it. one of the reasons why I donate my books is because I believe kids are seeing it but mm -hmm. some don't have the money or the you know the funds to yes. get the right. book yeah. right. And so it's important, uh, self-published authors mm -hmm. like myself, we are fighting back. Mm -hmm. Traditional publishers don't want our books, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean our books are not worthy and valuable right. and have those messages because right. I'm black. Right. Mm -hmm. I grew up black. Right. We right. don't all, I mean, we're not all the same, yeah. you know, but right. we share some commonalities that yeah. a a child can receive from me and my words mm -hmm. and see my beautiful brown skin yeah. and look at their own beautiful brown yes, skin and right. say, oh, yeah, she might know. You know, yes. she might know. Yes, I can right. receive this. Right. Or yeah. I remember when, I, I tell this story often, mm -hmm. but I remember the day that I opened a book and saw a black girl mm -hmm. inside. Because mm -hmm. when I was growing up, Coach, I'm sure when you are growing up, there weren't many. Absolutely not. But I remember yeah. this book called mm -hmm. Corduroy, and it was about the teddy bear. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember that I book? remember the Corduroy book. And yes. I opened that book. She wasn't on the cover. No. The teddy bear was on the, the cover. The teddy bear was no. on the cover, and no. that was done purposefully mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I later found out. Mm -hmm. But I opened that book, and there was a little girl in there. Her name was Lisa. Mm -hmm. And she could have been my cousin or my sister. Yeah. She was a pretty little girl and mm -hmm. she had her hair nice and her mother was pretty and they were dressed nice and they were going to the department store mm -hmm. and she fell in love with this little bear who was missing a button. Mm -hmm. So this character, the themes behind this character were empathy, mm -hmm. compassion, mm -hmm. yeah. even about her saving her money. She was a responsible, kind little girl. Yeah. And they never said, oh, look at Lisa, she's black. Mm -hmm. No, no. You didn't have to because you're no. looking right at right. her. Yeah, right. But it was the first time that I saw a character in a book, and it was like, wow, mm -hmm. if she could be in a book, I could be in a book. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And that's yeah. really, it sounds so simple mm -hmm. and childish, mm -hmm. but it is. Uh, yeah. It needs to be. It needs to be. That simple and that pure and yes. that childish. Yes. Oh, look, this boy is writing a story. Mm -hmm. and. His teacher's really cool. She's so nice. Mm -hmm. I could write a story. I can make my mom proud when I write a story. Mm -hmm. I could talk to my dad about my ideas. Because yeah. you see this kid mm -hmm. who looks like you doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you see a child going on a trip somewhere. You mm -hmm. envision yourself yeah. doing that. Yeah. And, you know, and to dispel those myths is important to me. I don't write books about a boy playing basketball. Right. Nothing wrong with basketball. Right. But that is pressed too much into our community that all Absolutely. boys play basketball, all, all right, black boys. Right. And they don't. Yeah, right. So most, girls do. most of them. <laughs> right. Right. Not, right, Coach? Right. Right. Yeah. right. Like, Coach, I mean, you know, to see you, that's an inspiration. Yeah. We yeah. need to have a story about you when you were right. growing up. Did you think that you were going to play basketball? But I, there was more to you, I'm sure, than basketball. Right, right. And to that point, um, and, you, and you, you continue to talk about vision. You continue to talk about the the seeing of of something that can impact you or influence you or allow you to see yourself later in life. That's right. Yeah. I had that vision, that dream. I didn't see it in the book, but I imagined myself. So I think when your 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 purpose, the opportunity to imagine yourself doing something as an adult and being successful, it has to come through the eyes. It does, it does. And see, even though I didn't have a book to look at a, a, a person of, of, of color or black person in a book, I had that in me mm -hmm. and I would envision myself. Wow. Actually, I would see myself traveling around the world wow. playing professional basketball. I saw it within mm -hmm. and, and, and there was, there wasn't even a girls sports program, so I played on the boys team. Wow. So so that's a long history of the vision. And you know, I talk about this all the time. Without a vision, the people perish. perish. That's right. And that's the reason that's why right. we have so much. And we all we're always people. talking about it. You yeah. can look around and see that yeah. that's true. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I and I want to say something that you were just talking about. Um I just want to say to educators out there and schools out there, it is your responsibility to share books mm -hmm. from people of all walks of life yeah. yes. so that everybody has an opportunity to see yes. themselves yes. in a book. Uh, it is your responsibility it is. as an educator. Yes. Because otherwise, what are you doing? Right. Mm. Just share that's, things they liked when they were kids and not really being thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Classic mm -hmm. books, that's yes. wonderful. They're yes. great books, but mm -hmm. there are other great books. Yes, absolutely. You know, and look at your classroom. Who's mm -hmm. in your classroom? Mm -hmm. So if yes. there are different cultures and different perspectives yes. and different traditions and yes. different ethnic groups in your class, yes. they deserve. Yes. Yes. They deserve to have books that yes. reflect wow. their perspective. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about black. There's yes. more than black and yes. white in this mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. There are different ethnic groups, and I have all the statistics mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. It's pitiful. Mm -hmm. Let me just, it, it's, it makes me so angry. Mm -hmm. Indigenous groups, indigenous children, they exist. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. like we do. Yeah. Right. Why yeah. aren't there any books that reflect that? Right. Why right. is that? 1.8%? Yeah. Wow. 1.8%. Right. That's really sad. Because I think, uh, I mean, for pu a publishing company or an author, mm -hmm. sometimes you lose your way of mm -hmm. why you 
started what you started mm -hmm. and it becomes about profit and money and of course you need profit and money in order to keep it going right. but what is the purpose of writing what a book? Is what the is the purpose of writing a children's book? What's yes. the purpose? So that leads us to our yes. book. Why so, am I here? Why am purpose. I here? Yes. So that, that is really what's kicking us off for March's reading month because we're starting a fundraiser that, to put hands in the books of every kid in this city. And uh, we're going to talk about that next. And uh, this wonderful book about why am I here? Why am I here? Part of the book. I will. I'd be happy to. All right. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about this new book, Why Am I Here? Okay. This book um, is truly a product of my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. It really is. And how I feel about children, in addition to some of the things that I experienced, mm -hmm. nobody was talking to me about purpose. Mm -hmm. And like Coach said, when you're five, six, seven, let's get those seeds planted yes. right then. now. Yes. Right. Because yes. Coach, you, you have that strong personality and that strong will. You could see yourself right. just where you wanted to be. Right. But right. all children are not Absolutely. like that. Right. Absolutely. Well, when you look outside, right? And there's so, Coach and I have this conversation all the time mm -hmm. about people who seem to be floundering yeah. because they never identified a purpose. Just wandering. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And yeah. I struggled with my purpose mm -hmm. as an adult. Mm -hmm. I did good things with my life. I've always been a, you know, good, decent person. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love God and I'm, yeah. I love people yeah. and I've always yeah. wanted to do good things with my life. Right. But that doesn't mean I was doing the thing. Right, right. Thing that I was called to do. And wow. I believe children, even at young ages, like you said, yes. four and five, yes. there's, I was there's four. something, yeah, there's something in your heart, yes. Yes. you know, and you feel it. You may not be able to identify it, but I want them to know that that's a good thing. That's exactly what I'm talking yes. about. And yes. purpose yes. is more than just what do you want to be when you grow up? And Absolutely. we ask kids that all the time. Right. That but that's time. not the right question, no. right? No. What is your heart longing to do? Yeah. Where do you feel you fit? Yeah. Can you see yourself yeah. years down the road yeah. helping somebody yeah. or going somewhere or doing something or writing something? Right. Not your job. Right. Jobs are wonderful. Careers are great. But what are you here to contribute? Wow. Because the future can be bright and we need you in it. There's a place. There's a place. And that's wow. what this book is about. The future can be bright and we need you. Absolutely in it. Yeah. That Bring, is bring in their gifts and their talents, yes. you know. And there's, yes. I, I believe with all my heart that for each of us, there's a unique yes. path mm -hmm. and a place yes. in this world for us. And yes. there's a path that we're supposed to follow. And Ms. Audrey, I yes. can't walk your path. Right. Because right. when I try to, it's probably not going to work out right. very well. Right. Right. <laughs> and I can't veer from my path because right. I taught this to my boys when they were growing up. Mm -hmm. If you are not on the path that is destined for you, yes. there are people on that path that you're supposed to connect with. Mm -hmm. They're right. there because right. their path meets yours. Right. And right. either God wants you to impart something yes. into their life, yes, or he has them there to impart something into your life. Yes. And if yeah. you're off track off over here track, in left field, yeah. you miss it. So you miss your blessing or yes. you miss the opportunity to bless someone else. Absolutely. So get your gifts, work on them, identify them, and walk your path and wow. bring those gifts to the world. Oh, this divine.
This is a message that has been lost. This message has been lost. It's simple. You said it earlier. It's, life is simple. Mm -hmm. When we are able to identify our gifts and our talents, be in a place to be able to develop them so that that door can be open for you to serve your purpose. Mm -hmm. Now you know why I was born. Mm -hmm. And if I know why I'm here, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure that I am long lasting. In other words, mm -hmm. I'll leave a legacy, right. Right? Wow. right? And then the life that I live will impact those that I come in contact with. And I'm gonna live my life on purpose. That's right. Wow, this, That's right. this is it. It's simple. It is it really simple, is. isn't We've it? We've lost it, right? We've it lost is. it. We've gotten too, uh, I don't know, we've gotten too far away from why humans are on this earth to help serve each other, mm -hmm. to live the life so that everybody will be able to understand. There's this concept called Ikigai, and this is in a small town in Japan. I was going to say, it sounds Japanese. Yes, and you cannot work or, or even be educated unless it's something that you are gifted at, you're passionate about, it can serve your community, and you can make a living. They live on the average to be 125 years. Wow. wow. Yes. Wow. Because they're living the life. Their purpose. Right. They're living their purpose. They know why they're here. And you can't if I can't. Please. Well, and all of us have also experienced the uncomfortable of not being here. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know when you're struggling and struggling and struggling, don't want to go to this job, don't want to mm -hmm. do this, don't want to experience mm -hmm. that. That's when you know. That's when it should dawn on you, yeah. right? Yes, that is. this is probably not my purpose. Yeah. And I should be there there are things out there. There are resources for people, buildings like SPEV that help inspire people to dream big and find their purpose. And then you know when it's comfortable and it yeah, feels you know. good you know. and you're working for a higher reason yeah. and money becomes second yes. second to what you're trying to do. Yeah. That's when you know you're in your purpose. Yeah. 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 And it feels good. It, it feels, feels good, doesn't it? It feels it good. It does. It feels good. It feels good to, to All right. be in that place. Miss Naomi, will you uh, tell us a little yes. bit about your character and maybe read us something from your yes. book? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So the book is Why Am I Here? A Child's Book About Purpose. And my goal wow. was to teach children in a simple and loving way yes. about what purpose is. Yes. And yes, it has to do with your career, but there's so much more. So yes. I wrote the book in prose, so it rhymes. Mm -hmm. And the illustrations were very, very important to me because it's a very deep and powerful message, mm -hmm. but it had to be presented mm -hmm. in a certain way. Yeah. And yeah. so my illustrator was an art therapist as well. Wow. And so the illustrations art are, therapist. they're kind of emotional, That's you know? Beautiful. They're, they're very beautiful oh, illustrations yeah. oh, and it is yeah. kind of emotional. So the way that um, I felt best as an educator, but also thinking like a social worker too, yes, yes, is how yes. I can get this message um, and break it down in a way that it would be easy to receive mm -hmm. for children. And so it starts out whimsical and fun, and then I just continue to give the message more plainly as we go. And I, I guess the, the highest compliment that I've received uh, about the book um, also, it did win an award, so I'm happy about that. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So I, I uh, earned a spot on the Best of the Best for 2021 
the Best of the Best book list by the uh, Black Caucus of the American Library Association. That's wow. awesome. Very proud of wow. it. Awesome. Very proud of it. Thank you. That's Thank amazing. You. So the, the um, most delightful thing for me, the thing I'm most grateful for, is that when adults read this book, many of them say, I wish I had a book like this. I know this is a children's book, but it's for me too. It's for adults wow. too. And like Coach said, this is simple. Yes. But we've gotten so far away from it. Yeah, so. It's a quick read. I can read it for you. Would you like yeah. me to read it? Well, I would say don't give it all away. Okay. Don't give it all away. <laughs> because when we tell them about the big event that's coming okay. up, we yes. want them to we come out to come and out. celebrate yes. this. All right. Yes. Yes. So yes. I will read just, I'll go right to the middle. I just love how it's right. It's so catchy for kids. And the pictures are just so yeah, bright. And they really are. They're, that was important to me. And uh, another main thing in this book is diversity, because yeah. I can't do anything unless I'm talking about diversity. <laughs> but again, it's not just uh, the black presence mm -hmm. in the book. Mm -hmm. All children need yes. to be yes. represented. So there's a section in the book where I try my best to mm -hmm. reflect that. So yeah. we have children who are differently abled. We have children with different skin tones, yeah. and I want any child to be able to look and say, hey, that could be me, yeah. or this one could be me, yeah. and so that was important. Yeah. So I'll read these two, two okay. pages. Although I am probably different from you, you have a purpose deep down inside too. One day it will be so easy to see, until then dream and imagine with me. There may be those who stand in our way to block our success or ignore what we say, but nothing can stop what is now meant to be. There are blessings in store for you and for me. Our skin, our language, we are more than just one. Our bodies, our culture, where our families come from. We all have our dreams and a right to belong. We stand together united and strong. That's so that is good. Well, I think we should tell them about the big event coming up, right? I think, yeah, I think that's important. <laughs> so we're kicking off at the beginning of March, like I said, for March's reading month. And uh, we're really, uh, when we, we love this idea of the book. Uh, Naomi's mission uh, is our mission. Yeah. Um, as soon as I heard about your goal to put books in the hands of all kids. So initially, Miss Naomi was like, well, how many kids do you have that attend Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village? But then when I heard the story, I yeah. was like, oh, no, this is the building of dreams. So yeah. let's dream to put a, a book in the hand of every kid in the city of Flint if we yeah. can. But yeah. that, that costs, right? And yeah. so you've been so gracious to uh, publish these books, donate so many to our students. But because we want to get it in the hands of everyone, mm -hmm. you have um, so graciously said, well, let's do a buy a book, give a book in the yeah. community. And you're even providing the book at a cost lower. Mm -hmm. And I mean, essentially, guys, Miss Naomi isn't making money from right. doing this. <laughs> she just wants to put the book in kids' hands, yes. which is just how can we not help you with that, yeah. right? Because yeah. our missions, we're, we're, it's just so great to meet you and to know that um, that you are aligned with the way we think and the way we are serving you. Mm -hmm. It's just so great to meet, That's a meet you. For me. yeah. So um, we're gonna be loading up on our uh, website soon, um, www.sbev.com. 
Dot org. Sorry, thanks, Coach. <laughs> and um, it's you're going to be able to connect with Miss Naomi's website where you can purchase a book there. And for every book that's purchased, one will be donated. Mm -hmm. Which, first of all, let's let's cut that out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so can you amazing. imagine everybody out there if 500 <gasps> books were purchased and 500 more? That's a thousand books. Yeah. A thousand books. Yeah. And I know even if if you don't have somebody, well, first of all, you should have somebody that you can give the book to. No, Let yeah, me say yeah, that, yeah. right? Let me do sure. that first. For sure. I, uh, but if you want to even donate both books to the cause mm -hmm. for kids mm -hmm. um, in the Flint area, and, and I hope that educators will come out. I hope that people all over will donate to yes. this worthy, worthy yes. cause yes. because every child should see their reflection in a That's book. Right. Yeah. Every child should have that opportunity. Yeah. And then at the end of March's reading month, when um, when we've done all the fundraising we can to put books in the hands of kids all month long, she will be back to share the book with the kids and hand out books to the public. And it will be on a first come first serve basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, our kids that attend here at SBUV yes. mm -hmm. so kindly, Miss Naomi has already said all of our kids that attend here will be able to have a book. That's but amazing. we want to give out to as many people as we can. Yeah. So if you come out, um, and it'll be a first come first serve basis, but yes. we are going to give out as many books as we can purchase and earn here for yes. kids in this area. Yes. So, yay! Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So, Ms. Naomi, why don't you tell them about where they can go onto your website to purchase a book? Yes, um, yes. My website is naomibooks.com, N-A-O-M-I books.com. And I always have a donation page up on my website because I've been donating books since I started. We were wow. able to give away uh, 300 and I think 385 books of my first book, Jahari the Great. In this one, I've committed to give away 500 wow. books. And you guys are on my list, That's obviously. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, for Detroit, for Pontiac, and for Flint, those were the areas that were in my heart. Yes. So when we were connected, I said, wow, I said I wanted to help Flint. Wow. So it was just meant to be. You have that vision. It's that purpose. Yeah. It's, it's that, that purpose. purpose. It's meant it's to be. Purpose. Of course, I would give away thousands if I could. Yeah. I, I'm just one person I can't afford to. But right. this is something that, like you said, it's my purpose. Yes. And it's not really about the money. You know, I feel if I'm giving from my heart and doing what I feel God put me here to do yes. and reaching the children that yes. I feel called to serve, yes. then later he'll bless me financially. Oh, yes. But right now it's Absolutely. about, like you said, Miss Audrey, getting the books into the hands of children. Mm -hmm. yes. Because if we can give away a thousand books, let's say, what if 100 kids really get it? Yes. Right. What if they right. really get that message? Yes. And yes. that's what it's about. You yes. Know? And that changes the city. That, that changes, changes the world, it, really. Yes. And I would also world. say, you know, parents out there, educators out there, buy the book, give it to another educator. Yeah. Buy an extra book, give it to another educator. Let's put the books on the shelves in the hands of yes. kids yes. and making sure that adults are sharing books like this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it's important. Yes. Every kid should see themselves in a book. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Yeah. Windows right. and doors. Windows and doors. Give them the Windows website one more okay. time, Miss Naomi. NaomiBooks.com. N-A-O-M-I books.com. And you'll see the donation page. You can just click on the donation mm -hmm. page. And um, Sylvester Broom Academy. Uh, 
Empowerment Village mm -hmm. is uh, highlighted on the page. And so for the month of March, all the books that are donated, because people will click and, you know, just yeah. a, a mom mm -hmm. will go on and say, oh, I saw your book and I wanted to donate. One yeah. book, that makes a difference. It makes right. a big difference. Absolutely. So any, yeah. any uh, books donated, this book here, donated for the month of March, goes towards your campaign. Wow. Well, thank you. We thank you yeah. so thank much. Thank you so much. You're such an inspiration. Oh, thank you. You are ah, such an inspiration. Such an inspiration. I'm excited. Inspiration. I'm so excited. In the back of the book, I meant to mention, there are discussion questions because with, with a topic like this, I wanted the children to be able to express themselves. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they'll talk with a parent or a sibling. Yes. And then of course, as a teacher, reading comprehension and vocabulary oh, is important. Sure. So that's in there oh, as well. Oh, you it all. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, we thank you. We know it was a crazy winter weather drive this morning. But, but the sun's out we, now. Yes, yes, it is. Now. Yes, it is. So thank you, Miss Naomi. Thank you You're so an inspiration. Much. And let's, Let's buy some books, guys, and let's get them buy some books. Kids. Come on, let's, let's buy some it. books. Let's buy some books. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Thank Coach. You. Thank yes, you, Coach. thank you, guys. We love it. And um, I just want to say this, you know, about from Sylvester Rubin Fowler Village, uh, the Building of Dreams. Yes. Executive Director Miriam Razul, um, four one one nine North Saginaw Street, Flint, Michigan four eight five zero five. And we always say, if everyone on the face of this earth had the opportunity to live out their dreams, what a wonderful world. What this a wonderful world. Thank you. God bless you.